Fox Spots and Chair Shots. And people, just to start off, if y'all haven't, go subscribe to Fox Spots and Chair Shots on all platforms to make sure we get in here on Fox Spots and Chair Shots. One of the hottest podcasts out here. Definitely from the spotlight. DJ Savage represents the takeover all day. And Fox Spots and Chair Shots, check Savage! Hello to all my people. If you're watching live, checking us out on YouTube, or listening on your favorite podcast provider, you are most definitely my people. Welcome to another episode of Botch Pause and Share Shots. I'm your host, a chef by trade and a mark by choice. I am the Will Gray, and joining me tonight is the current Eliminator Cup Tag Team Champion. He is one quarter of one of the hottest factions on the Indies. He is the Dream Chaser. He is anything but regular. He is Kylan King. Kylan, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on and chat about some wrestling, bro. How are you? Hey, man. How you doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know, my hair's a little messed up, but you know, you know what they say, if you're not happy, you're not happy. So I am very happy right now, and I'm very excited to do this with you. So, yeah. I'm hyped to have you. Uh, we were just kind of talking about it uh, before we went on air. I always kind of start these the same way, kind of the same vibe. I'm interested in everybody's uh, story about it. So I'm going to ask you, one question and then it'll go into the next one what kind of wrestling were you exposed to as a kid like growing up what were you watching okay so growing up i was you know i was just like everybody else you know exposed to wwe you know my first ever memory that i could ever remember is of wrestling you know you know uh, i tell everybody this is Shawn michaels randy Orton, team austin team bischoff uh sean michaels all bloody all over and him and randy Orton as a final two and you know Randy came out on top, unfortunately, but, you know, ever since then, I've just been, like, fascinated and, and all in on wrestling ever since then, so that's my first memory of it, and then, you know, as I grew older, started getting into the indies, you know, shout out to El Generico, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even know what indie wrestling was, I was just so fascinated by him and his character, and, like, all the moves that he did, it was just like, yeah, so from El Generico, ROH, PWG, and then the rest is history. So as you became a fan and you kind of started to, to branch out, uh, I know I kind of had that for a little while. I was born in the uh, the WCW era of the NW, mm-hmm. like the end of the NWA run. Uh, World Championship Wrestling was kind of it for us in the American South for a long time, and then we got exposed to WWE mid '90s. You know what I mean? As they they those right. two established themselves. When I got exposed to indie wrestling, man, it kind of blew my mind when I realized how much wrestling was out there besides just WWE and WCW, did you kind of have that same impression when you first found it? You were like, wow, there's so much more to wrestling than just what's on my TV. Yeah, like absolutely. Cause like all I knew before was just like, it was, it was WWE. I know WCW used to be a thing. And then um, ECW obviously, because you know, they brought that back too. But like when I, when I found out about, independent wrestling i was like whoa this is like a whole new world you know i found out there was you know i always knew it was like wrestling like in like mexico because lucha libre and stuff like that but then i found out like wrestling in uk uh japan uh canada like all over the place and i was just like i was just like whoa it's just like a whole shock to the system you know you just, it's so much that it's just like it blows your mind let's hop into your training then so you've been a fan. You decided, okay, I want to get into pro wrestling. Uh, how did you go about deciding which school you wanted to go to? What was that kind of that entry level, uh, like that process like for you as you decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do now? How did you go about making it happen? So it's it's kind of it's kind of a funny story because you know, 
in life, you know, everybody goes through their, um, you know, their their situation and stuff, you know. And I, I'm not going to say I fell out of love with wrestling because I would watch it every week. But it's just like um, I kind of lost, like, my dream. And, like, ever since I was a kid, like, you know, when you're a kid, you always have that dream of something you want to do. That for me, like, it was always wanted to be a wrestler. And, like, the older I got, it's like, it just, it's just like, oh, man, like, can I really do this? Like, should I really do this? And then I, I was in school, I was in, I was in college, and I just, I dropped out. And then, like, my life was, like, kind of taking a turn, and, like, I was going nowhere. And then my uncle, uh, my uncle May, you know, shout out to him, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be the person I am today, because basically everything I like is all because of him. Um, he sat me down, had a talk to me, like, yo, you got to follow your dreams, man. Your dreams going to take you far. Um, and yeah, your dreams are going to make you happy and, and make you, uh, have that fulfillment in your life, you know? And then he, he, he found a school for me, you know, out in East Haven, uh, PAPW trained by Paul Roma and, uh, Mario Mancini. So I found a school and then I was just like, all right, man, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna just take the Uber out there. And then I went there. I was kind of nervous before I even walked through the door because I, I heard the ring. I heard loud banging and loud rattling. And I will never forget this moment. But, like, as soon as I opened the door, it was like a movie scene. Like, I swear, I it was like a movie scene. Like, open the door, the bright light just shine, boom. It just fades away. And then it just start clearing up. And then I seen the ring. And it was like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about this. Like, every time I tell the story, it's just goosebumps, goosebumps, goosebumps. I seen the ring and it just... I was just like, oh man, this is. I never been this close to a ring before ever in my life. So then um, I got in, and then the rest is history, you know. What was the first match like after you had some training? You got a couple uh, a couple rounds under your belt. You're running the ropes. Mm-hmm. You got steady, and then the the booker, promoter for the school was like, "Look, Kylan, we're gonna put you in the ring tonight's your first match." What was that emotion like when you got the first chance to step in there to to run a match? So so it's it's kind of. I got two different <laughs> stories when it comes to because the first thing was it it wasn't a really a match it was just kind of a segment so I don't count this as my first match even though like the bell rung I don't count this as my first match but my first it was like I, I think I was like three three four months into like wrestling and then uh, Paul was just like yo you're gonna do this thing with um this with with Richard Holiday and then um and Big Jim like you're gonna come out and interrupt Holiday. Um, he's gonna throw popcorn at him, and then he's gonna be like, "Well, I'm not gonna wrestle you because I'm dressed in a suit." And Big Jim's gonna come out and just basically clothesline you to hell. R.P. Big Jim. I would know. <laughs> uh, that's my guy. I miss him man, so much. Um, but yeah, that was that was the first segment type of thing that I did in the ring, and I was very nervous about that. But after that, I was just like, I was, just, I literally was shaking up with joy. Like everybody kept asking me, "Like you're good, you're shaking, you're shaking right now." I was like, "Yo, I'm just so happy right now." Boom. And then the first actual match was uh a six-man tag with myself, uh, my boy uh, Tyrell Diamond, and uh, a dude named Shay Cash going against uh, one of my other Miracle Generation partners, uh, Shim, uh, Sean Knight, um, and then Big Jim, and then Kenny Roberts. And that match was just like, it was, it was a six-man tag, but it was out in the at a taco festival in the middle of nowhere, but it was a lot of people around. But it was just like, it was it was surreal. Even though I was nervous, it was just like it was surreal. It was like I had so much fun, and then yeah, it was just it was just a great time. You know, I watch it back from time to time, just see it where I where I started, where I came from. It was just like wow, came a long way. You know, 
So if you look at the taco festival and then you look at where you guys are at now in 2023, uh, do you still get goosebumps when you get the crowd to pop like that? Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's different now because like back then I was like, you know, I was considering a bad guy, but now like I got so much like love and admiration from like fans and people all around. Like, you know, it's just, it's just crazy to see like how far things come and how far, uh, things have changed, you know. You know, I just started off with like um some kid in some black shorts and some wrestling shoes, just in the middle of the ring at a talk to so now just, you know, going different places around the United States, you know. And it's just it's just really surreal to even think about like <laughs> making me happy putting a, a, a smile on my face. It got me cheesing hard as hell right now. <laughs> I yeah, like just, that though, just, man. Uh, it's just awesome to think about, man. No, it's it's a good it's perfect segue too. You make my job easy when you give me those segues because I was gonna bring up Beyond Wrestling, Black Label Pro, IWTB, Wrestling Open. Like you guys mm-hmm. are wrestling. When Dustin was on the show last week, uh, shout out to your boy for coming on. Um, mm-hmm. But when he came on, he was talking about how much you guys are wrestling. So talking about it now, we've worked all the way up to where we're at. Like, what's it like now looking back and being like, dude, we're doing this full time. Like we're working all over the country. We've worked from the West Coast to the East Coast. Like. How's that feel to be on the road right now full time and to be like I'm I'm a full time professional wrestler? It it feels if I well I can't say full time, but like, you know, you know, like you said, we are going like all across like the country and it just it just feels like mad surreal when I when I just sit down and think about it because it's like, you know, either, even though this is always a goal and we still got long way to go you know i can't really speak for myself i got a lot more goals that i want to accomplish and go around like you know not just the united states but you know around the world but just even think about like in the short amount of time that we, we we've been able to do because i've only been doing this for three years um that we've been able to accomplish so much in in this in this little bit of time it's just it's just crazy to think about it. it's like wow, man, hard work does pay off. And, like, don't get us wrong. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, we're going to keep working hard and keep doing what we got to do because that's the only way you're going to level up and do what you're supposed to do and, and work people and wrestle people that's better than you that have been doing this longer than you. So, and it's just, a, it's just a crazy thing to even just think about, you know. And now I'm going, we're going to the West Coast. That's a whole different style of wrestling that you're going to, go into so it's just you know it's, it's just it's just crazy it's really i, I have nothing i can't really i can't really like it, it's hard to fathom sometimes you know just yeah it's wow <laughs> like like i said it was always a go but it's just it's just crazy to think about you know I, I love this so much it's all i wanted to do and um you know hopefully like sooner rather than later i am i am able to make this like a full-time thing and i the, the ultimate goal for me is like to take care of myself and my family you know, doing what I love at the end of the day, which is wrestling. So, you know, when I can really, really make that happen, uh, it's going to be like, wow. <laughs> it's going to be a wonderful thing. So looking at it now, you've worked, like I, I rattled off a, a couple handful of names. Uh, what are some of the biggest differences when you work for those that many promotions and you have a chance to tell that many stories? Like what are the biggest differences working from promotion to promotion? Um, It, it depends, right? So like, you know, at, at Beyond, you know, we had to start from not not to say we haven't started from ground one, ground zero at anywhere else, but like but Beyond and Wrestling Open specifically, we, we literally started from like the bottom of the bottom, and we had to work our way up, 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 up 
to the top of the mountain where we are right now with, with the Eliminator Cup Tag Team Champions, you know, a mainstay of wrestling opening. We're, we're on almost all the big beyond shows now. So, so like with that, with that being said, it's like other companies, as you clearly see, like from the West Coast and Midwest, Black Label, West Coast Pro, they, they take a look at that and they're like, oh, wow, we see what they're doing over here. We want to bring them over here and, and see what they can do in, in this environment, you know, and make it break it if they, they can swim with us or not. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's kind of hard because not to say you're not starting from the bottom because you kind of are when you go to those different companies. But it, it's it's different because they've seen you at like the the level you at because of a, a different company, so or your your name value at another state, so they want to bring you in. So you're kind of starting from the bottom, but you're kind of not. So you have a lot of pressure to uh to live up to because, like 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 you said, there's always going to be new people watching you, like especially when you go to a um, a, a different um, area. So you really have to be on your A game and really. Do what you got to do, or you're gonna flop in the water, straight like that. So it's it's a lot it's a lot more pressure when you're going to different places. Running off that same kind of tangent, uh, you know, back in the territory days when tag teams or singles competitors would have a chance to hold gold in these territory titles, mm-hmm. it was it was symbolic. It was a big deal when a promoter was like, "Hey, we're gonna put the strap on you, or we're gonna put the strap on you guys." Uh, right. What was that like for you guys getting that call for the first time and then being like, all right, you and Dustin, you're our boys. You're going to be our tag champs, be the face of the tag division. Uh, for me personally, I can't speak for him, uh, but for me personally, it's just like, you know, it, it felt good to know that they could, you know, have that much trust in us and, and have that much faith in us that we're going to be able to do this the right way and hold on to these you know, because like like I said, we are the first ever limited cup tag team champions, and and just um, just just any company in general when they when they give you that honor, or they 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 trust in you with their thing, they that means they really believe in you and all the hard work you put in and and who you are, your your talent, and you know just everything about you. You know, so you got to carry that with a lot of pride. And like I tell everybody, like. The belt doesn't make you. You make the belt. So you ele- you gotta elevate the belt, or or in in our case with wrestling opens the the medals, uh to to a uh, another level, a higher level that people didn't even think could be um, possible. You know, and I think we're doing a good job with that right now with with every with all our title rings that we have so far. You know, I think I think we've been able to do that a good job of doing that. One of my favorite phrases I've ever heard somebody say in wrestling was styles make fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of playing off what you were just talking about, like ways to elevate what you're doing to make you guys stand out. Like stylistically, how are you uh, like, how are you guys doing that to make you stand out uh, to make minor- and to make miracle generation as a whole stand out more? Well, for, for me and flash specifically, you know, me and flash are, are, are two completely different, um, you know, athletes in two completely different types of wrestlers. You know, we have a lot of, uh, a good amount of similarities, you know, but like when you really break it down and really uh, take a deeper look, you can really tell like, like with Flash, he's more, um, he's, he's more smooth. He's more fluid. He His, his stuff is pretty, you know, he, he jumps out the gym, you know, and with me, I'm more like, 
I'm more gritty, I'm more dirty, like I'm more explosive, like, um, and that pairing is just like, it kind of, when you put that together, it, it could either go one or two ways. It could, it could, you know, collapse and it fell. But in our case, it, it just, you know, we, we came to, you know, make it something like peanut butter and jelly, you know, cookies and cream, you know, cookies and milk, you know, that's, that's how we came, like two different things. But when they come together, they make something even, uh, even better you know so that's how i look at it as far as like us but like when we're going against other talents like you know above the rest for one thing that was like a tough thing because you know they're they're not the they're, they're gritty and they get down too they can they can do everything we do but they like have a different elements like with all the strife and all their their uh their their backgrounds like in 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 Tristan's chase, like he's a he's a black belt, you know, <laughs> he goes crazy. He, like his kicks are are lethal, you know, and and Gabe is just he got that intensity. So it's just it's these different challenges that you face with different teams, like Brick City boys, like they're two big, big dudes, you know, that just want to just beat you down and they just you know smother you under all their all their pressure and weight, you know. So it's a lot of different things that that you gotta look out for when when it comes to going against uh you know, different styles. So since you brought him up a little bit, Tristan Ty, better than the best two, still cage war zone match. Tristan and Dustin both been on the show, so I'll shout them out again for that. Uh, Tristan's a great guy. Great conversation. Tons of fun to talk to. Um, What was that like going into that match? Because when I watched the match itself, I was like, as a, just a banger, you know, it was a hell of a match. You know, it's, it's when you got that many guys in there, it's, I was telling it to Dustin, like, sometimes it can get busy. You guys did a mm-hmm. good job working it to make it to where it didn't seem too much the whole time, but you kept the crowd interacted the whole time. What was it like for you? I talked to Dustin about it, but what was it like hey, for hey, you planning that, man? Because you had two uh, and you, three and four stories all at the same time. Are you talking about uh, the, the the wrestling open cage match still carried your warfare? Are you talking about that one? Yeah, I think so. Uh, that was the okay, one you were telling me about, yeah. Yes, so the still cage, like, like I said, it was like a lot of – you know, different elements you had. You had me, um, uh, Flash, Bobby, Ichiban on, on one side, and then you had on the other side, you had Pedro main event. Um, and Brad Hollister, you know, like, and for, through this whole, whole year, like, ever since Wrestling Open started, like, since episode one, it's just, it's been us in main event. You know, we had beef, we had beef since episode one, you know, ever since we went to the, you know, ten minute, ten limit time limit draw. You know, we we have respect for each other. You know, and if we we brought it back in, in round two at the to crown our eliminator cups and we beat them, we knocked them out the tournament, and and then they turned out their backs on us, and you know, it just became this whole rivalry, this whole thing that where where Pedro got involved. You know, and then Pedro had his beef with Bobby. You know, what I'm saying they were going at it at their own time, and then you know. Bacon and Ichiban, they had their thing going on. So it was like a lot of elements, a lot of combustible elements going on at one time. And it just had to culminate at the at the end of the year, at the last wrestling open event, you know, and still cage uh, warfare, you know, and just 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 having all those elements and all those like it it could have it could have went bad, you know, it could have it could have got real ugly, <laughs> like 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 it could have got real ugly, but you know. Um, we way we all went into it. We 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 dealt with our problems and and you know watching it back is just it was something magical, you know. 
just like even all the moments that 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 happened in, in a, like like we we really went through it like all of us like we all went through it. like people getting thrown in the cages you know trash cans and 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 weapons are are involved in it now it's just like it was just very um it was a it was a very different thing that I was like you know for all intense purposes like even though we all had beef and stuff going into it, it was just I'm happy I I got to be a part of that and like. You know, all all eight of us in that ring, we we carry the legacy of wrestling open. You know, the first ever steel cage match in that building. You know, and and um, yeah, it was just it was just a memorable moment. I can't I can't I can't really think about it like like that. It's just like every time, like even I'm smiling about it. Like just think about it right now. Just like just all the moments that happened, like and that whole thing culminated into that 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 thing like because everything going into it, it was it was very stressful you know you know it was it was hard to deal with going into it and then just for it to come out the way it did you know with me moving slow enough to cage and us tying the hula hoop around Pedro's neck and just finishing all that wrapping all those stories up and stuff like that it was it was a memorable moment and just the roar of the crowd at the at the end was just it was just a different thing you know it was really a different thing and I can't really explain it further than that (laughs) no I get it that's kind of what I like about this is I get the experience from it's kind of like you know the old saying like you know hearing it from the horse's mouth or whatever like being able to talk directly to somebody about a match that I've seen is super cool I do Mm -hmm. just a little quick edit I was looking through my notes I had two cage matches mislabeled (laughs) the one you guys have coming up in February is uh is better than the best too. I was yes, <laughs> that's I got it under control. Looking at my notes, I was like, "Oh shit, that's I, I didn't like, mess that up." I, like, I had it backwards. That's why <laughs> I was like, I was like confused for a second. I was like, "Wait, is he talking about movie? Because that match hasn't happened yet." And I was like, yeah. you know, I'm like, like granted, I'm like, you know, with my experience now, like being in the cage and and having a, and like adding like another person on each team on that side, and like it's it's a different element because you know, um, like on our side, we got we got. We got Kono. We got we got above the rest on our side going against Fight or Die, Percy, um, Ken Broadway, and Big Boofer. So it's a lot of different elements going into into this one, like you know. And and the last one it was like a year long thing, but this one is just like not to say it's different because we all have beef going into it, but like for us, like we just came into the picture rather than at Remarkable, like, and then been in this tournament, and then for us to get screwed over like that by Percy, it's just, you know, we got a lot of bad blood to, to handle in that ring now because you cost us a shot at being the first ever Remarkable Tag Team Champion, so now we got to handle a bit like white men, so. It's the quintessential blow-off match. Like, yeah, everything's man. coming to a head here, right? Absolutely. Uh, before that, though, you guys have a huge show this weekend. Uh, on the 29th, the, the Might Snow Super Show for IWTV. Yes, sir. Stacked, stacked card. Uh, what's the hype level like for you y'all telling right me. now? Like, you, there's I some guess. names on that card, man. Like, when I looked it over, I was like, okay. Like, I guess I know what I'm watching on Sunday night then. Like, it's <laughs> a who's like, who of indie talent, man. Like, how hyped absolute, are you guys? Absolutely. I'm, I'm very excited, you know. Like, for me, like, just even, like, from everything about it, you know, might snow, but, you know, it might, hopefully it don't snow when the show goes <laughs> to chance. We don't want that to happen. But, like, just, like, just the, the everything about the show, like, aesthetic-wise, like, the artwork, you know, the the poster is fire you know every time i see an announcement 
like as far as like a talent announcer, it's just like dang fire, fire, and then you you get the matches announced. It's just like damn, what the heck going on here? Like all these matches are fire. I said all the matches are killer. You know, you got you got um, Leo Rush versus Alec Price. You got you got Marcus Mathis versus Willie Uden. You got Ichiban versus Willow. You got us versus Masha and Akira. It's like the show is just stacked, and that's the only that's the, like four of the top matches. But there's there's more matches on the card that you're just gonna be surprised by when you see them. And it's just it's just a crazy thing to be. I feel like like we're a part of that now, and that and that whole universe like where we belong. It's just it's just a, a crazy surreal thing, you know, to be around that that group of that group of talented people. You know, we all trying to make it and you know but we all helping each other rise by by you know talent talents being great talents you know iron sharpen iron at the end of the day so you know we all hoping to steal the show and make make our moments happen so uh, i'm i'm very excited for the show all right well i close all of my interviews with five random questions sometimes having to do with wrestling and sometimes absolutely not i got yours queued up you ready oh i'm i'm ready sam what's your favorite food Mm, see, it's always it's always changing, but you know you always can't you can't go wrong with with some fried chicken or like you know me as a kid, you know I always love seafood, like always love seafood, especially shrimp. Like shrimp is just something about it that just, just make my mouth water. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love fried I love chicken that. tattooed on my wrist. Oh, that's fire! <laughs> uh, I was a I chef for fifteen food. years, man. Like, oh, were you? Yeah, now? food was my thing. So, uh, oh, yeah. Are you still Are you still cooking it up? Are you still chefing it up? You I've got a, a I've got a culinary side gig that I do. I do some catering on the side and stuff okay, outside of okay. the, the journalism work. You know, sameless shelf plug right there for the show. But yeah, okay, I got I, I do some barbecue cooking on the side. Uh, oh, I might have to get me some of that. You know, you know, when I when I come over there, I. I I'll probably hit you up. Man, I'm telling y'all, y'all come to Nashville. I'll I'll show you guys what's up when y'all come to Nashville. Y'all come this far south. Oh man. <laughs> All right, bad, bad, Sounds like a plan to me. All right. What's your favorite venue you've ever had a chance to wrestle in? Oof. Favorite venue? Oh man, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's really a lot. Dang. I as a as of right now. I'm gonna just say the White Eagle because, like, you know, so many special moments for for my my young career that happened there. You know, like from from me and Flash um, winning the Discovery Gauntlet. You know, um, matches of us like tag team matches that we had. Um, you know, a tag match against us versus the Haven Miracle Generation Explodes. You know, it was. It's a lot of surreal moments that happened for me in that, in that building. You no know, good or bad, like very emotional moments that. You now even even the 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 handicap match that just happened uh, versus me when Flash was injured with the the slit in his eye. You know, um, against um, violence is forever. You know that was a it was a a very emotional day. You know, and a lot of things happening, and you know that would have happened that could have. It was just a lot going on that day. And then, you know, for us, like some people say, that's probably the, the best match I ever had. And me personally, like I never watched it back, so I don't, I don't know, because like I know the emotions that I was feeling going into that match, and I know the emotions that I felt after that match. So I, just, I think I'm gonna let that one sit for a little while. But you know, just just all my, um, you know, a lot of a lot of moments, you know, big moments for me happened in the White Eagle, and um, 
Yeah, it's just like the start of wrestling open, you know, just it's just a lot, you know. So I'm gonna just say the white eagle because like even 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 saying that like the fan base there is just like it's a different fan base. It's like it's like a whole um it's like a village of people coming together, you know. You know, everybody knows everybody essentially and then you know, you, you, you make relation not with just the wrestlers, but like some of the fans there and stuff like too. It's like a big old family, big old party, you know. Like it's a, it's like a family union every week there. So it's it's very surreal. Like and if you ever got a chance to come, I think you, you'll love it, just the energy of the white ego. Just it's just different, you know. No no chairs, just like just people sitting around the ring, banging on the ring, you know. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of I'll be on the floor sometimes, you know, just after I get beat up, you know, fans are are, are you know, blowing fans on me, you know, blowing air on me, making sure they're trying to help me. It's just a lot, you know, and I just, I'll never free, uh, take take any of those moments that I had at the White Eagle for granted. So I'm going to just say the White Eagle is my favorite as of right now. I love the individualism of fans from promotion to promotion and getting that, uh, using that nostalgic ECW vibe with it, where the fans are like, you know, the ECW arena is historic for having those fans that are tight knit and everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. So I love hearing about that in other promotions throughout the country. So that's awesome. What's your favorite yeah, movie? Yeah. Oh, favorite movie? Kill Bill. Great. Kill pick. Bill. That is my favorite movie. You know, just. It's just how Quentin Tarantino just just directed and everything, just storyboarded. It, it's it's just a great movie. Like, I I love it. You know, it, it it's very gory at times. You know, sometimes the gory is like too much for me at times. But I, I just love the movie. You know? I just love it. Last question: Who is your favorite mu- musical artist or performing group? <sighs> um, it's kind of a toss up, you know. Um. Current generation right now, I probably have to say is it's J. Cole. But like, you know, and I personally think this person is the greatest rapper of all time. Nobody can tell me nothing but Nas. I love Nas. So like those two for me are are, are where it's at because you know, like like I said, I, I can I love to listen to all types of music, but it's just something about those two lyricists and like the way they word things and you know, what they talk about. It it just it hits a lot for me personally. So I'm going to just say those two for right now. Nice. I'm a huge hip-hop guy. Um, I like I those. I love hip-hop. Uh, East Coast hip-hop. Was a goat. Yeah, I grew up listening to, to Wu-Tang and stuff like that. Biggie. Always a Biggie I love over Wu-Tang. Pa- yeah, always Biggie over Pac. Um, not to say anything against Pac, but I, I enjoyed the laid-back vibe of East Coast hip-hop. I, I feel you. I, I feel you. Biggie, Biggie legendary. I'm going I'm to have to go with Pac for me personally, though. You know, just, just me personally. Like, not that, no disrespect to Big because he, he's a legend in himself, and I love his work. You know, me personally, when it comes to, like, Biggie and Pac, I'm always pick Pac. It's like Austin Rock. There's not a bad answer. It's just who you prefer Absolutely. out of the two. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Now, now who do you prefer out of the two, a Rock and Austin? Oh, that's a tough question. You put me on the spot. Uh, I'm going to go with, I think, Rock solely because of Austin's injury towards the end of his career. Rock got to wrestle longer than Austin did. So I think that's what allowed him to to continue and push forward. I think had Austin stayed healthy as long as The Rock did, he could have been as big as The Rock was for as long. But I think that was the, biggest, that was the biggest thing for those two was Austin's injury. I get you. I, you know, me personally, I'm a I'm a Austin guy. You know, through a three. No, no, I'm saying just just um, 
everything ab- about him and stuff like that, you know, just just his energy that he like every time we heard the glass shot, it was just like a roar of the thing, and I, and I don't think anybody has been able to capture that since. So you know, for me personally, I would go with off. No, that's once once again. There's no that's that's there's two right answers in that question. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely can't pick a wrong wrong person. All right, Kyle, that's my favorite part of the episode, man. I don't have to say anything. This is your chance. Plug your stuff. Tell everybody to, where to find you. Uh, put you and Miracle Generation over for everybody. All right, so boom, boom. You can follow me on Twitter at KingKai06. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I take that back. I retract that statement. You can follow me on Twitter at LittleKylon, L-I-T-T-L-E-K-Y-L-O-N. And then on Instagram, you can follow me at KingKai0610. That's King, like the King, and then Kai, like, you know, from Dragon Ball Z. King Kai from Dragon Ball Z, and then 06. So, so that's where you can follow me. You know, go to my pro wrestling tees, uh, Kylon King, you know, buy our merch, you know. Come to the show, you know, come support us, you know. And if you want us on a show near you, tell you, tell your favorite promotion. Book us. We've got a lot of dates to fill out, you know, uh, for, for February, March, April, the rest of the year. So if you want us... You want to see some Miracle Generation live and in an action, you know, just just hit up me or Flash, and then we'll we'll try our best to make it happen to a place near you. Um, but yeah, you know, follow me. Post pictures about wrestling, obviously. You know, my family. You know, and I make funny tweets sometimes. I guess you know, every once in a while, I might say something funny or talk some real stuff. But you know, follow me. You never know what you're gonna get. Excellent, man. Well, I appreciate you stopping by chatting about some wrestling with me. Nah, I appreciate you having me, and I would love to do this again, you know, and we can ask more questions, you know, if you want to. Like, we can do this, whatever. You know? Dude, I want to get you on a live show where it's not just about right. you and Miracle Generation. Get Pick your brain a little bit about that bigger, broader scope of pro wrestling as the right, picture word. as a whole. So, I appreciate right, it, word. man. Say I, that. Cool. Well, now as we close another episode of Botch Pots and Share Shots, take a minute, thank you for listening, remind you to go wherever you do anything on the internet, like, follow, subscribe, unsubscribe, then subscribe again, leave a comment telling me how great I am or how terrible I sound. Either way, it helps the algorithm and it helps find new listeners. For Kylon King, I am the Will Gray. Thanks for stopping by and listening, my people.